going to sing a song with some motions and pay attention because I'm hoping you will join in this song with me as we do it a second time here. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Melt me, mold me, fill me, use me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Try it with me. You were already getting it, so. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Melt me, mold me, fill me, use me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. That's my prayer for you this day. If you get nothing else from this worship service to be filled with the Spirit again, to be refreshed in the Spirit, I, that would be enough takeaway for me in this service. I came up with this idea of refreshment in, in connection with the sacrament of baptism uh, a year and a half ago. Uh, I've had a lot of different understandings of baptism, but uh, Kathy and I were uh, hiking the Appalachian Trail. You gave us 10 weeks off and a period of renewal leave, and so the first three weeks of that time we were on the Appalachian Trail in central Virginia. And our first day hike, just to confess, we were not ready. I'm just going to tell you. We, we've been practicing hiking and doing our backpacks and what all goes in. But I'm, I'm just telling you, on that first day hike, I had too much stuff on and in my backpack. I had a whole another set of clothes and not one journal, but two journals. I thought I would have enough time to pause and write along the way. And it didn't start well. Uh, it started with a, a climb of like a thousand feet, uh, you know, just w within a mile or something in the first little bit and breathing hard and, 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 and then as we go along, before lunch, I lost Kathy's camera. It came, everybody, oh, I just, I mean, it came out of my backpack, fell on the trail. We didn't find out until we went to lunch and it's not there. This is not good for your marriage. Trust me on this, Okay. <laughs> to lose your wife's camera on the first day of hiking. It had started out that morning in the temperature in the middle 50s, but this is about 11 and a half mile hike. And in the afternoon, as we were headed towards the James River in Virginia, the temperature got up into the 90s. It got hot, and I had on too many clothes. And I was sucking on the camelback, you know those things that you have, the little tube and stuff, I was sucking on that, and I still had some water, but it was, it, you know, it was cutting it close. 
I'll never forget, towards the end of that hike, we came upon this little mountain stream. And it's cold, fresh water. Put your hands down the water. Oh, that feels so good. And just start splashing it over yourself. Fill your hat with water. Put it on your head. Soak your shirt. Soak your pants. Get all wet. And I go, this is a remembrance of my baptism right now. This is refreshment, refreshing for me. Fill me like that today. I'm, I'm hoping that you can embrace the sacrament of baptism this day as you remember your baptism as refreshment, as refreshing as that mountain stream was for us that day. I think we need refreshment this day. I visit with a lot of people every week, and, and here's kind of the bottom line, the context in which uh, I think you're dwelling. I'm going to use one word. Are you ready? Exhaustion. I got some nods. I didn't hear any amens, but uh, uh, people I encounter are exhausted. Sick and tired of being sick and tired. Huh? I, you know, I'm wondering how exhausted those people in Jesus' time had to be to leave their places, their homes, Jerusalem, and go down into the desert to meet John the baptizer at the River Jordan to be baptized. How, how, how exhausted do you have to be to come to worship today? <laughs> to say, hey, I, I can't do this on my own. I, I need to be refreshed. I need to be filled with the Spirit again. I, I can't do this by myself. Exhaustion. Yeah, that's our context. I'm going to talk about our marriage for just a moment. And Kathy and I, have, I've already talked about this. It's, it's going to be okay for me to tell. <laughs> marriage is the hardest work I've ever done. Can I get an amen? Huh? Can I get can I, huh? Our wedding our anniversary was December 30th, this couple weeks ago. 36 years we've been married. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> and, and after I tell this story, I hope we're still married. So, <laughs> so on our wedding anniversary a couple of weeks ago, if you remember that December 30th, it was a raw weather day. Kathy and I had been visiting my mom in Lubbock, Texas. And that morning we got up and there was a cold front blowing through, and it was raw. I mean, misty stuff, threat of ice. And I had it planned for our wedding anniversary to go to Moe Ranch. This is out near Hunt, Texas, on the Guadalupe River. It's where the church is going to go and retreat in late April. And they were comping us a room for two nights, a room for free at, at, at uh, Moe Ranch on our wedding anniversary. Sounds romantic, doesn't it? Just, it's, I thought I was doing a good thing. But we're driving along, and it's so cold, and this mist is falling. We're listening to the radio and looking at our cell phones and the weather reports and stuff and the threats of icing and snow and all. We're driving along, and I turned to Kathy, and I said, you know, honey, we don't have to go to Mo Ranch. She goes, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> I did good there, you know. Here's the thing, Kathy said, I couldn't have told you first. You had to say it first. When you're married 36 years, you have to read your spouse's mind. Can I get an amen? Huh? <laughs> it's hard work. I get exhausted trying to read my wife's mind. We're still married. 
That's the hardest work I've ever done until we had children. Can I get an amen here? <laughs> and I'm not going to talk about our two sons today. But I talked to a lot of you about how you deal with your children and the word exhaustion comes up. Well, you don't always say it that way. You say it like this. Well, school started again and there's baseball and ballet and band and that's just the B's, okay? I could, there's a lot of other letters in the alphabet. And you're running, running, running. Trying to get your kids to all of these things. And, and why do we do this? There's a, a, a theologian, I, I think it's Cindy Rigby. She's at Austin Presbyterian Theological Seminary here. She has a word for this. This is a take-home for you. We're crazy busy. Crazy busy. How do I as a pastor deal with you who are crazy busy? In the church, sometimes we're not much help. I, I talked to people just this morning after the early worship service, and they came to me. Well, let's see, we got confirmation tonight, and we got fish. You know, we got the mission thing here. And the church, we've, we've become symptomatic of the whole culture. We're crazy busy sometimes, too. Where does this come from? In my prayer, and my walking this past week, it, this is what came to me. You don't have to own it, but I own it for me. It's we're insecure. We have forgotten our identity. We've tried to fill up our lives with all of these things, and we've forgotten in this sacrament that we're beloved children of God. What, what did the Spirit say to Jesus? It's what the Spirit wants to say to you. You are my child, the beloved one. With you, I am well pleased. Can you hear that too much? I mean, is it possible to hear that too much? We, we need to remember our baptism and be refreshed this day to know we're those beloved children of God. And we don't have to do all of these things in order to earn people's respect or, or get attention or... Uh, Feel like we're worthy people. It's a gift to us. There's nothing you can do. I mean, think about this. Maybe, maybe you could say, well, if I just fill up my calendar a little bit more, then I'd be a beloved child of God. Is that true? No. Not. It doesn't make any sense, does it? It's simply a gift offered to us here. Some of you have not been baptized, and I hope that you would come here and anticipate your baptism to hear that word said to you. I know many of you have been baptized, and you'll be given an opportunity to come here today and touch the water and hopefully have the Spirit touch you again so that you can remember your beloved child of God with whom God is well pleased. I'm wondering... How many times uh, we need to hear this? You know, I got exhausted this past week just listening to the news. I'm taking out my pen and holding it up right now. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, church, in this world today? Where religion sometimes is translated as violence, as, as, as putting other people down. 
I'm holding up my pen and saying, no, <laughs> this act of defiance. We, we have a God who says to us, you are my child, the beloved one. With you, I am well pleased. I'm wondering how many times you're going to need to remember your baptism as you're driving in traffic this next week. <laughs> as, as you're dealing with that crazy agenda that you have, uh, you're overcommitted, overwhelmed, overbooked. I'm hoping that you can remember that you have been touched by this water and that you can be refreshed. I'm wondering how many times Jesus had to remember his baptism. Think about his ministry. All these people coming to him, touch me, heal me, feed me. And he's going to need to say, boy, I need to hear it all over again. You're my child, the beloved one. With you, I'm well pleased. Even his closest friends, his inner circle of, of disciples, and they, they'll hear all the stories and, and see the things, and later on they'll come back to him and say, now, Jesus, what happened there? Can you tell me the story again? What was the point of that? And Can you imagine how frustrating that was to him? You're my child, the beloved one. With you, I'm well pleased. His closest friends there of his last hours, oh, I don't know him. For him to hear, you're my child, the beloved one. With you, I'm well pleased. I hope you'll touch the water today and remember and be refreshed today. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Melt me, mold me, fill me, use me. Spirit of the Living God, fall afresh on me. That's the good news I have to share this day. Amen.